guys, welcome back to another episode of Tea Thrillers. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Welcome back, guys. So, over this past weekend, we have started seeing pictures of gaming enthusiasts, um, personalities, influencers, and the like, are now receiving their PS5 for reviews. Um, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for them. I am looking forward to all of these in-depth analysis on how this hardware works. However, that being said, no, no, no. I'm gonna let you have your moment, Sony. Sony fans, be happy, okay? Gosh, we got like a little over two weeks. A little over two weeks. Is it two? No, no, no. Take that back because, um, no. Yeah. Three. Not two, but three. And then we will be playing in the next generation gaming sphere. <laughs> um, how are you guys feeling about this? Um, how are you feeling? If I'm being honest with you guys. Again, I am, I'm looking at the press, and the only one I see that is going strong is Microsoft. That being said, I'm not that excited as far as the, the, the lineup. I am excited about Microsoft services. With the PS5, Okay, it's just, I don't know, it was like with the PS4 and the, the, the Xbox, like they were really going head to head with these games that was going to be released on respective systems. But right now, I don't know, going into this generation, because they seem to be focusing, this is both parties. All parties are guilty of this, but they appear to be focused the most on this ray tracing stuff. And don't get me wrong, 
I like that they gave you choices, whether it be like, okay, you have a lot of these ray tracing and it's going to hurt the performance. So you might be getting 4K at 30 frames per second, but then they also give you that that other option where you can turn off the ray tracing and you can get 4K at 60. I don't think, and, and guys, you know which one I picked up. I picked up the, um, the Xbox Series S. I was not going to, I just, again, and I'm happy that both systems are coming out. It's just that right now, neither one of them really grabbed me. Neither one. But, again, I'm happy that they have sent out these units. And I'm, I'm eager to hear their impressions. Because I know they, they took Microsoft. They gave it its praise. But, you know, for a moment there, they was trying to, you know, be... They try to throw a lot of shade at it with the heating and whatnot. So I'm excited to see what it is that um how they're going to to ring the PlayStation. And my only hope, and my only hope is because I know a lot of people who listen to this love PlayStation. You have to understand that I am a gamer, and what that means is that I enjoy. All platforms I just prefer Nintendo's because Nintendo focus more on gaming and mechanics but for the cinematic experience I always go with PlayStation and for the multiplayer genre I like Microsoft that being said I hope that they be just as critical of Sony as they was with the Xbox Series X because I'm letting you guys know I'm going to be one of the podcasts that you guys listen to that will not tolerate this bias towards Sony. I know a lot of people like Sony, and that's fine. I enjoy Sony too, but I'm not going to say one is better than the other. I'll just say one offers more features than the other, and I will specify what those features are. Moving on, um, talk about features. Guys, did you see Congresswoman AOC Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez play almost? She is so adorable. I mean, like, she's a queen. Let's not get that confused here. I like her personality. I really do. And what I like about her the most is that just... You know, seeing how she engaged with her constituents, you can tell that she is genuine and that she's down to earth. What she did 
for among us. And the numbers that she brought in, like huge numbers, huge numbers. She almost reached half of a million people. Like she's that's her engaging. She went on there to play among us and she was trying to get the young know, the voters or people who are eligible to vote to get out there and vote. And I like that she went into this fear. I really do enjoy that she didn't think herself, you know, too seriously to do something like this. But she did it and she brought in like 435 viewers and the stream was fun. I was like, oh, she has a career in this. She has a career in this. Um, I think she won like two games, two, three games. But yeah, kudos to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for, you know, just, oh, and, and as to be said that another congresswoman, Ilhan, was also there playing with her, and she was fun, like, it was a good, it was a fun, fun, fun time, Ilhan Omar. She was fun. Um, you can check that stream out. I'm sure that they got it on YouTube right now, but you can also go on Twitch and look her up and give her a follow. Give her a follow. And, um, you know, maybe sometime after the election, she'll probably hit back with us gamers. Not, well, just with us. Lonely people. <laughs> As lonely folks. No, she's not like that. She's very, very down to earth and humble. Um, let's talk a little bit about this 2K NBA and these unskippable ads. I think I mentioned this last week, but um they just came out and said that this will be fixed. And the only reason why, okay, so here's their press release via their Twitter, mind you. As many are aware, in recent years, ads have been integrated into 2K TV segments. Yesterday, 2K TV ad placement impacted our players' experience in a way we didn't attend. Bullshit. As these ads are not meant to run as part of the pre-game introduction. Bullshit. This will be fixed in future episodes. Thanks for continuing feedback. If you give them an inch, they'll go mouth. The only reason why that this was on the radar it's because people made noise about it. Here's the thing. This is the this is the practice that I don't like about this. And I think I've mentioned this to you guys before. It's 
It's the after, it's the after the release press. Now, don't get me wrong. People are going to buy this game. There are, you are going, people are going to buy NBA or NBA 2K. So, you see, they are. FIFA, they're going to buy FIFA. These are casual gamers. Casual gamers will buy NBA 2K, FIFA, and they will buy Call of Duty. I'm sorry. These are numbers that just will never... And to this day, to this very day, people are now buying, still buying, Grand Theft Auto V. That's an accomplishment on its own on Rockstar. They are still buying that game. I really don't know that you will put a game out. You know what this was going to do. Because this is written in your code. And here you come. A month after the game was released. People went and paid $60 for this game. And then you dropped that. You dropped that. And you thought that you was going to get away with it. It should not be there. It's to the point. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I bought NBA 2K for like a dollar. A dollar. I'm not a sports gamer. As a matter of fact, I only bought it is because it was a dollar. I never understood basketball as far as gaming. I didn't understand the appeal, and maybe it's because when I was younger, and a lot of people that was around played a lot of Double Dribble and NBA. What was that game? Well, the the basketball NBA Jam. Um, and yeah, so it's like those games like turned me off. Um, basketball but these guys knew what they were doing and if think they're going to wait till the noise died down and then they're going to implement it and I will I will bet money Come this next generation, I bet you they're going to let you guys know ahead of time that this is going to be a part of said game. This is going to be a feature now. Because this is money for them. And they are not, they are not going to drop money just because it inconveniences you. Sorry. But, again, like I said, it's not me. I don't have to worry about it because I really don't play their games. 
it's still a shitty practice, though. So the tenth doll came out of the blue, mind you, and they announced that Fire Emblem will be coming. To the Nintendo Switch for $5.99, $6, guys, and this will be releasing because this game between Marth, um, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon, and the Blade of Light, this will be coming to the eShop, and it's in December the 4th, and it's a limited run. It's a limited run. And it got me to thinking, because a lot of people started to speculate. Here's the funny thing. When this game was announced, a lot of people were happy. I was indifferent. Um, but they, a lot of people ran up. Mother 3. Out to Nintendo was like, what's going on? But here's the thing. Why is Nintendo, like, What's going on in March of next year? A lot of their games now have this limited run to the end of March of next year. Like, what's going on there? What are you guys hiding there? Because I don't think, now I can understand because the Mario 35, 35th anniversary, I can understand that, but um, I don't see how Fire Emblem is a part of that. I really don't. So, something is going on that they are hinting at without letting us know. And a lot of people are now starting to speculate what is going on at the end of March with Nintendo. Like, are they going to announce a new system or are they going to announce a new service? I hope so. I really do hope so. But yeah, look out for that. That will be coming December 4th. And it'll be for six bucks. I'll pick it up just because, you know, how I am. I like to support Nintendo. I'm sorry, guys. It's just so funny. Um, speaking of Nintendo, are you guys enjoying Count Crown Tantra? The new expansion, the DLC of the Pokemon Sword and Shield. Now, you know guys, that this is all about the legendary Pokemon that is in the games. In past games. So I hope that you are doing happy hunting because I know I for one am. Again, I really didn't care for the last expansion. But this one, I'm excited about. I've been doing a lot of, you know, to this day, I'm just now, now that I'm thinking about this, I have um, a couple of games and I'm still playing. And I'm really surprised I'm still playing it. Number one, I am still playing Animal Crossing. I enjoy it. I think that is, um, 
But I know. Here's the thing. The reason why I'm playing Animal Crossing and I play Pokemon is because I like collecting things. And I like a full set. So, I like to make sure that when I start something, I complete it. I complete it. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about my house. And I'm also going to be expanding on that said island. Okay, guys, I'm going on a tangent. I'm going on in a monologue here, so let me stop. Um, yeah. I'm excited about getting Legendary Pokemon. That is the reason why I bought it. Because I it is available right now. Um, go pick it up. Go pick it up. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Also, and this is the last part. Um, the last bit of news that I have to ask you guys. Are you guys enjoying Susima Legends? Ghost of Susima? Are you guys enjoying that? I, I've seen it in action. Good job. Good job. It looks great and I like that they expanded the story and I like that it's like these all it's just and it's free if you have the game it's free go download it go download the DLC to that it's really worth it Now, guys, I'm just reading a little bit about uh, Phil Spencer. Again, Phil Spencer has been controlling the narrative when it came down to the Xbox series. And now he's talking about he hints that um, it's possible that you will be able to use Game Pass on a streaming for your television. I hope I don't know if that's going to be. I don't know. I don't know. He says something like, "You can imagine us giving. I mean, you can imagine us even having something that we can include in the Game Pass subscription that gave you an ability to stream X Cloud games to your television and buying said controller." I just think that, um, again, when it comes to Xbox and Phil Spencer, he is letting people know about their services. You cannot be mad at him about that. You really can't. Um, and again, they're trying to expand said services. Well, it's not just confined to the PC and not confined to the consoles. I find it completely countered that, well, this is from what he said. Um, I find it completely counter to what gaming is about. When you force someone else to buy specific 
device on that day that I want them to buy it in order to partake in what gaming is about. Gaming is bigger than one device. And again, that's why I was saying earlier that um, Phil Spencer is selling Xbox services hands down because yes they're focused on the series x but once this console is out they are going to be pushing the service down people's throat and they're going to make it approachable so i'm looking forward to seeing how everything else is going to go with xbox with PlayStation, I'm so excited to see what they say about um these consoles and their games and stuff like that. As if there's not, as if there's a lot of them, and um yeah, they're out, they're out right now. And those are your top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture. Okay, guys, listen, I want to have a conversation with you because, um, and you know how we like to talk mess and we like to keep tea and everything and whatnot. That being said, I want to talk to some communities that is going on with, um, with this voting stuff because I really guys there's two weeks left in the United States you will be voting less than two weeks and I want what's best for America I really do but I'm getting a lot of pushback from a lot of people who feels that jump and keep in mind the when you want to. Joe Biden, again, is not, is not my candidate. He's not. He's not. But that being said, I, I don't understand why a lot of people are giving so much pushback to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. As if they're still not experiencing the hardship, the economy in which the current administration is doing. And I'm not talking about just from regular average um, shades and jobs. I'm talking about these personalities and whatnot. And they're like, well, Joe is lying and Trump is lying and I don't understand what is going on. But I, I had to I had to ask I'm like guys let's 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 lay that on the table. First of all, both of them are lying. Both of them are lying. 
I'm not saying that Biden is perfect. No one is perfect. No one ever will be perfect. But come on, guys. You are literally in the fire. And and you want to stay there? Like, what is the point? You're talking about, well, and here's the thing. This is why I want this is why I want to tell you guys this. And this is just to my listeners. I'm going to let you know something that is going to maybe be surprising, but some of you who are critical thinkers, because I like the people, I love to think that the people who like to listen to this podcast are very smart. And somewhat, not well-informed, but somewhat informed because, you know, so much information comes at us so fast. But here's the thing. I don't get it. When these popular personalities and these folks, these pundits, listen... Guys, they get money off of Trump's shenanigans. They get money. They get paid. You have to understand that. Going against, going against trying to challenge what Biden is bringing to the table, it doesn't benefit you. It just doesn't. It benefits them. Because as long as they have a headline to talk about, as long as they have a topic to talk about, that keeps their pockets full. Yes, you will very much well be engaged. This is what happened from last night debate. Last night debate. This is what what was a major takeaway from last night. Last night or I just say last night because it was last month. Last night debate from all of the talking pundits, from all of these personalities and whatnot, what was the major thing that was a takeaway from it? It was boring. Everybody was acting civil to the best of their abilities. But there was no there was no hot topics. Of course. And, and mind you, the fucker said that um, he's the least racist one in the room. Still makes you a racist. But here's the thing. You notice that since there's no major headlines, that they're upset about that? That there's nothing to talk about? These people get paid for sensationalism. That's why they, they're, they're giving... They're pushing back on Biden because, oh my God, God forbid, the the, the um the the administration goes back to administrating as opposed to putting on these shenanigans. Again, Biden is not my candidate, but I will tell you this thing. I can tell you this, I've seen how this administration, this current administration now, has divided this nation. And that 
cannot stand. Because I don't want to see the worst of America. I don't. This is why I cannot go for Trump. I can't. Because he's shown the ugliness of America. He's shown it. And that can't stand. I just want you guys to take this away from this conversation that we're having now. The people who are in media, because media is not trustworthy, especially not now, because they are all being told what to say from the higher-ups. But these personalities, because you don't really have to listen to me there, but I'm going to just tell you, as a person who is nothing in the media, but I like to think of myself as a critical thinker, and I like to watch things. Because, again, I saw that debate, and I thought that they did wonderful, but there was no there were no big headlines. And the media has shown on both both sides that they don't like that. It doesn't generate clicks. It doesn't gen- it doesn't generate views. And they can't survive on that. I can't. I cannot. I would never think that one person can do it. It takes a village. That's why they call it the administration. It takes a group of people. And and Trump, unfortunately, does not have that. He just doesn't have that group of people. He just doesn't. And when Biden picked up Harris, I, I, I went that route because it meant that he was in it for the people, regardless of your politics stance. It's about America here, guys. Because I'm letting you guys know, <laughs> sweetheart, they got that justice in, and that would be the one of the one-two punch that will be affecting this sad nation. Watch and learn. Watch and see. Come November 10th, y'all gonna get hit. Let me get off of my soapbox. Let's continue with the mess. Um, Tory Lanez. Look, guy, he came on Instagram stories and he was talking about what's going. You know what? He's guilty. I don't care what nobody says. He's guilty. He's talking around what happened that evening. And that tells me that he did something. And here's the thing. I won't even say he did it. 
no, no, I'm not even gonna say he did it. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. The problem is, is that he knows who did do it. It could be him. Or he knows who did do it and that makes him a guilty party. At the end of the day, I don't care if she just got a little bit cuts on her foot, on her feet and whatnot. The fact is, is there was an unauthorized gun in the presence of the party and it was fired and someone got hurt. That's all I care about. And those are the facts. He went on Instagram talking about this and he was going saying A, B, C, and D. I I can only give him like two, three minutes because I'm sorry, I knew he wasn't going to tell the truth. I knew he wasn't going to share with us what was going on, how it happened. And until he just flat out tells the world that this is what went down, this is how it went down, I don't want to hear from him. But the only reason why he's trying to do this, he's gaining sympathy from his number one fans. But um, he's trying to gain sympathy from the the public. And and again, this is not to say that Megan Thee Stallion was a saint in this whole situation. Because um, we don't know. Here's the problem. You don't see Megan talking about it no more. We'll leave it there. But we'll come back to it. Tori Lane, shut up. Jared Leto will be reprising his role um, as the Joker in the Zack Snyder Batman, Superman versus Batman. You know, this is that HBO Max. Director's cut. I'm interested to see how this goes. I really am. Um, and then they saw the first picture of Nathan Drake, who would be playing as, who be played by Tom Holland, that was released. Okay, here's the thing. I know that they are banking on Tom Holland to bring in. To bring in, you know what this is? This is Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie all over again. That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. This is Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie. They used Angelina Jolie as the marketing person to get this movie out. And it did good. I actually enjoyed it. But it was a really bad script. But it was, it was... It was buried because it was Angelina Jolie. With that, oh God, let's not go into that accent. But that's I don't know. I don't know. I saw it and I thought he was a good cosplayer, but I just can't and they said that this is like a prequel to the story, then they, but then they said he was gonna be the young 
Nathan Drake. But then they say he's not the young Nathan Drake. I'm like, you guys are... Here's the message. You're not sure on how to sell this to the public. So now you're landing on, on Tom Holland. And Tom Holland is an okay actor. He's not... He has not been seasoned well enough to carry this movie. And I believe that this movie is going to flop. I really believe that it's going to flop because it's not going, but it's going to be just Tom Holland who is cosplaying said Nathan Drake. And that is unfortunate because all that would do is pigeonhole Tom Holland. You see, he tried to play that serious role and the devil all the time. I'm just off of that, and it was he was okay. But you can tell that he's trying to break that that squeaky clean image. He's trying to because he doesn't want to be pigeonholed like that. Everyone who played these huge. franchises they get swallowed up and spit out and cannot get a role after these sad films I mean like, look at Andrew Goldfart look at Tommy McGuire well Tommy McGuire is still acting Andrew Goldfart or whatever his name is Godfield hold on let me look his name up Andrew Garfield, yeah, come on now, that Spider-Man franchise ate him up and what is he doing now? And that's what I'm afraid for Tom Holland, is that he's going to get pigeonholed as Spider-Man, he better figure out a way how to break from that, and he's he's going from that into... Um, he's going from that into another franchise. And since we're on these movie things, let's talk about Miss Gal Gadot playing as Cleopatra. Listen, I don't understand why these big movie studios are shoving down these an inaccurate representation of said characters, these these historic historic characters. Listen, listen. I didn't die Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I didn't. I still don't. I think that she is not I I didn't I didn't buy um I didn't buy Linda Carter. God, they were tall. Um, I didn't. Now, Lysina, the Warrior Princess. Yes, I. I bought her. I actually bought that character. But Wonder Woman. Now, had it been, uh, um. And I could tell that 
Zena, hold on, let me get her. Lucy Lawless, I think that she encompassed that well. I wouldn't mind seeing her as Wonder Woman because she is like, I'm not even going to it. I just, I believe that Gal Gadot is just a pretty face and I think that she can be a really great actress. And they are relying on her pretty face to bring in an audience. I just, I can't see why would you put this historical figure on, on just a, a pretty face and then ask people to just take it. A lot of people are upset about it because it's not representing Cleopatra. Cleopatra has been white, I wouldn't say whitewashed, but most certainly it has not been an accurate representation. And they're going to put it on this woman who is quite inexperienced. Quite inexperienced. The first time I even heard about Gal Gadot was from What's that movie? I know it was Fast and the Furious, but I'm trying to figure out which one. That was the first time I've heard of her. And she was eye candy. So I don't understand why are they doing everything in their power to stuff this. Just tell or tell the real story. And maybe, and just maybe, you wouldn't be getting this pushback. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to get off of my soapbox again. Um, and the last bit of news. Um, Creepy, the social media app that was showing those 15-minute movies, stuff like that. Yeah, that's been shut down after six months. I knew that it was going to fail. $15 a month to watch 15 of Child Please. Nobody ain't going to watch that. But they were spanking on the society ADHD. That's what they were banking on. Sorry, yes, the society is riddled with it right now, but they're not gonna gain you no money for it. Oh well. And that's it for now. And those were your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we come to the end of another great episode here on Chief Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. And remember to vote. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at chiefthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Chief Bells Podcast Zero One. Thank you.